guys. Welcome into the Cincinnati Reds Fan Podcast. I appreciate you guys tuning in. My name is Jordan Biddle. I am your host. Uh, so today we are talking about uh, the opening day. It is opening day week and about two days away from uh, opening day. But uh, we are talking about multiple players and uh, also predicting the first 20 games of the season. Uh, it's it's going to be interesting Uh the, the first 20 games there, there's there's a couple of tough teams but also it's kind of the the schedule is kind of weak and that's going to be exciting to predict <clears throat> also uh going to be lineup predictions it's not really that hard to predict the lineup but it's not necessarily 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 the lineup that i personally would put on the field but it's it's what bell would put on the field and um so we're we're gonna take a look at that uh, today, and uh, before we get started, please hit me up on Twitter at ResNation5. That is at ResNation5 on Twitter. If you guys have any questions, in fact, I actually do have one question today, so we will be getting to that uh, later on in the podcast. So uh, let's get started. So <clears throat> starting off with um, a guy who I've been really high on, and that's TJ Antone. Uh, TJ Antone has been lights out since last year. He's been extremely um, consistent and just all around very good. And what I'm worried about TJ Antone is, is the way that the Reds and the management, the way they're going to play him. Um, So in his recent interview, uh, he actually mentioned that um, he believes that the Reds will be using him in a long relief type of position. And that's not good. That's not what we want for TJ Anton. We want him in the starting rotation, period. I think he is a uh, guy who could go for a Cy Young Award, uh, possibly, um, because he has all the right stuff. You know, he, he his fastball was from... Uh, you know, 89, it, it went from 89, 92 miles an hour to, to, to the uh, mid 90s, upper 90s. Uh, that's a massive improvement, especially after Tommy John's surgery. So that, that I'm worried about because knowing David Bell, knowing the Reds, um, you know, the, the front office and things like that, they want their best pitchers in the bullpen for some reason. And it's always been like that. You know, Russell Iglesias was like that. Amir Garrett was like that. Um, Michael Lorenzen. I mean, I, I, I'm not really high on Michael Lorenzen, but, uh, you know, Aurelis Chapman was supposed to be like our next biggest thing. And he was the next biggest thing, but they put him as a closer. And he was a good closer, and he still is a closer. But the reason why um, I'm so worried about TJ Antone is because of that reason. I think that they are going to take TJ Antone and put him in the bullpen. I think he'll do great in the bullpen. Don't get me wrong. Um, but we need him be, to be throwing five, six innings, not one, you know. Uh, and that's how David Bell thinks. This is why I don't like um, David Bell as a manager. He just doesn't he's, – he's just not the best. He's not very good. He doesn't, he doesn't process things as well as we want him to. And I, I don't know. I'm just really worried about T.J. Antone, and it, and it really sucks – because TJ Antone is going to be going to the bullpen and it's like having that new kid on the block and you know you're 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 playing with your normal buddies you know you're playing a pickup basketball game with your normal buddies and this new kid comes 
comes to town and he's he's really good. Everybody knows he's really good, but he gets picked last because nobody knows him. And that's what TJ Antone is kind of that's kind of what he where he's at right now. They don't want him in the rotation because they really haven't seen they like they know he's great, but they haven't seen it in the major leagues. And everybody like it's just that feeling, you know, that TJ Antone is going to be great, but they still they're still going to put him in the bullpen, and that's that's not that's not ideal. That's not ideal at all. So we'll have to see what happens there. But from what TJ Antone said, he's going to be a long relief pitcher, and that's not what we want. That's not what we want. Um, we want five six innings from TJ Antone. The dude has a one point one seven ERA in spring training. For God's sakes. Uh, again, though, I mean, it's spring training, but you gotta you gotta be able to um, um, think outside the box a little bit. And the Reds, they've never been able to do that. So um, hopefully, the Reds get it. I'm really hoping they 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 get what's going on, but um, I, I I don't think I don't think they will. <laughs> it's just the Reds, you know. But um, a guy who was uh, I, I was really surprised we made the team was Sal Romano. But this is this is what I'm talking about with the new kid on the block type of deal. He's he's a favorite. He's a favorite to make the major league roster every single year. Why? I have no idea. He's never worked out for the Reds. He's been on the Reds system for I don't know how long, four or five years, and he's never had success. I. I don't see any reason why we should have Sal Romano. You might as well put Hunter Greener and Nick Lodello up there. Period. That's it. Um, I don't get the Sal Romano move at all. Um, but it is what it is with Sal Romano. And he, the fact that TJ Antone and Sal Romano are going to be in the same position as each other. It's it's not fair to TJ Antone. He's, he's above and beyond the best pitching talent we have on this team right now, maybe besides Luis Castillo. And uh, it's just not fair to TJ Antone at all. But uh, anyway, uh, something else I wanted to talk about was um, uh, Tyler Stevenson. No matter what, Tyler Stevenson should be starting over Tucker Barnhart on opening day. It's not going to happen, which again, I'm going to be going over my um, lineup predictions later. And, um, I will be talking about Tyler Stevenson a little bit more, but um, yeah, Tyler Stevenson needs to be starting over Tucker Barnhart because he is above and beyond a greater talent than Tucker Barnhart is. I believe Tucker Barnhart is a better defensive uh, catcher, excuse me, but um, uh, Tyler Stevenson by far has a better bat, and we need to be getting him as many um, reps as possible at the plate. Again, I think Tucker Barnhart, they should be going 50-50. It just really depends on what pitcher is pitching that day because I know uh, pitchers prefer a certain catcher when they're pitching, Um, and I'm sure the majority choose Tucker Barnhart. But Tyler Stevenson, his bat, it's not not replaceable, you know. So I think Tyler Stevenson should be batting uh, ninth on opening – or eighth on opening day. Um, and, and you know that's that's a um, that's a hot take, I guess you could say. But I think he's I think he's a special talent. I think we have a few guys that 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 are uh, special talents. But um, 
Anyway, uh, segueing into our uh, next subject. Uh, so Bob Castellini um, had an interview. And I know you guys have probably heard this from the other podcasts and, and things like that. And he was just basically crying poor. It's like, you know, it's like buying a Ferrari. And, you know, the Ferrari being the, the Reds organization. And you buy that Ferrari you, you, you drive it for 10 or 15 years, but you never put any um, new parts on it, no new tires, uh, you know, don't get an oil change on it. it. It's like you don't even take care of that Ferrari. And that's what Bob Castellini, Castellini is doing right now to this Reds organization. And it's, it's really embarrassing not only for us fans, but more Bob Castellini and his family. It's embarrassing. And um, all of the MLB organizations, they're looking at Castellini, Castellini and they're laughing. He doesn't know what he's doing. Uh, I don't I don't I think he gets what's going on. But he recently came out and said that he has he has called most of the shots. And that's that's a fear of the Reds uh, fans. And we don't want that. But um I mean, I guess it is what it is, but Bob Castellini has got to go. He's not, he probably won't go. Castellini family's probably going to be around for a, uh, a long time. But um, the fact he's crying poor when he's a billionaire, it's pretty sad. I mean, the dude makes billions of dollars. Crazy. But um, <clears throat> anyway, uh, so we got TJ Antone, we got Tyler Stevenson. We uh, talked about a little bit about Sal Romano, and I don't understand how he made the team, but it is what it is. Uh, but opening day, health is an issue right now uh, because we're not, we don't know if Joey Votto, if he's going to make the team or not make the team, if he's going to uh, play on opening day because of COVID. Um, if Sonny Gray, he's probably going to be out for a couple weeks um, from opening day. Um, Shogo Akiyama, I don't even know where he's at. You know, he's a key player. So, so, so Sonny, Sonny Grand, Joey Votto, three big key players that the Reds are missing. Um, luckily, the Reds have Jesse Winker to, to replace Shogo. You know, we, we, we take a dip on the defensive side, but we, uh, in my opinion, Jesse Winker is, is the best bat in this lineup. Um, so I think Jesse Winker will be playing opening day, of course. But, um, I'm worried about the health because every year these guys, you know, obviously they get older. Sonny Gray's getting older. Joey Votto's like 38. The dude is about to retire in a couple years, probably maybe even less. Um, I'm, I'm worried about health. The, the Reds, they need to get their, their uh, younger guys developed. And that's really how you win World Series. A World Series is having young guys, having those prospects. You look at the Dodgers last year; they have, um, you know, Gavin Lux. They have uh, um, uh, Dustin May. <clears throat> they have all these guys are in their twenties. Cody Bellinger, uh, Corey Seager, uh, Mookie Betts is still in, still in his twenties. Uh, the, the catcher Will Smith. I mean, all these guys are still in their twenties. The only guy who's the only guys who aren't really in their twenties are is Justin Turner and Clayton Kershaw. I think Max Muncy might be in his uh, younger 30s, but 
you, you got to win with youth. You cannot expect to have Mike Moustakis, who is 33, um, Joey Vada, who's 37, 38 years old, um, and expect them to go all the way to the World Series and not, and not be super tired at the end of the season. Um, that, that's a problem. Um, I think the Reds need to get their their uh, their younger guys up from the minor leagues. Uh, they need to get them developed quicker um, because we need to replace we need to replace the older guys. I don't I don't expect Mike Mustakas to have a great season at all. I really don't. I expect him to have some power. I think he'll hit 25, 30 home runs maybe, uh, which is great. But his average is going to dip. Um, in my opinion, I think he'll hit around 240. Uh, it's it's kind of like having an Adam Duvall, um, but he hits a bunch of bombs, which is which is fine. You know, it's not it's not a huge deal, but it is at the same time. So <clears throat> you look at Mike Mustakis, and it, it kind of worries me a little bit. Joey Votto, on the other hand, I think he'll do his thing. I think he'll get on base. I think he'll uh, score runs. Um, so I'm not as worried about Joey Votto. But uh, with Mike Moustakis, I'm a, I'm a little bit more worried about Mike Moustakis. Um, so hopefully he can have a good season. I'm not like trying to bet against him, but I think he'll I think he'll uh, have a, a worse season than last. And uh, he had a pretty bad season last year, so everybody did. But anyway, um, moving on. So again, I um, told you guys I would predict the first 20 games of the season and that is what we're going to do so the first series <coughs> is going to be st louis and let me actually look to, so the first game is gonna be flaherty against castillo on the mound uh starting off and then the second game is gonna be wainwright and malley um uh, again i think tj anton should be pitching in one of these games and then the the, the third game the reds don't even know who they're pitching uh, that's the scary part. So I don't know if um, where Sonny Gray is at in his um, in his little rehab he had to do, but hopefully he can come back pretty quick because the Reds aren't getting that TJ Anton as a starter. Uh, but anyway, so the the first three is against St. Louis, and <clears throat> to be honest with you guys, I expect that the St. Louis Cardinals to come to Cincinnati and win two out of three, uh, only because Sonny Gray is out, and I 100% expect that um, the St. Louis Cardinals' uh, bats, are, are they're, they're going to be better than what people expect this year. They have young guys, again, talking about young guys, they have a bunch of young guys, young rookies coming up, and um, I expect them to, to really swing the bats really well this year. And I think the St. Louis Cardinals take two out of three from the Reds, and then the Reds go, um, and then Pittsburgh comes to town, um, <clears throat> against Cincinnati uh, for three games. And I believe the Reds will take two out of three there. And um, that would be, let's see, I'm trying to add this up here. That will be three. So they'll be three and three by the end of the Pittsburgh series. So we, they'll be 500. Um, but the Reds, you know, they've always struggled against Pittsburgh. Uh, you know, I could be wrong, but uh, we'll, we'll, we'll have to see there. Then they get an off day. Uh, they go for they go to a road trip, uh, Arizona to Arizona and San Francisco. I think they'll take two or three from Arizona and two or three from San Francisco. That would put them at seven and five uh, by the end of the road trip. Then they play Cleveland and Arizona again. 
I think they um, I think they lose two out of three to Cleveland, and then um, so that would put them at nine and no, that would be eight and seven, and then they'll they'll go to Arizona and sweep the Diamondbacks. Um, actually, no, Arizona comes here, and then they'll sweep the Diamondbacks. Um, <clears throat> and uh, let's see, 8 and 7. That would be 11. It'll be 11 and 7 there. And then I think the 20th game is they go to St. Louis. And the first two games is that 20th game. Uh, the second game is the 20th game. So I think they'll win... Um, I think I think they'll take one out of those two. So uh, that's twelve and eight, um, which is good. You know I, th- that's what I expect for their first twenty games, and then they're the, after that though their 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 schedule really really tightens up because they go to Chicago, then they go to the White Sox. Actually, they, they the White Sox come here. They they go to L.A. before the Chicago series, um, <clears throat> and then they go to Cleveland, Pittsburgh, Colorado, San Francisco, Milwaukee. You know, it's 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 not as tough as a schedule as last season, but I believe that the um, uh, the schedule does tighten up a little bit in the in the middle of the season, the beginning of the season. So it's a little bit easier. Arizona is not where they want to be. Um, Pittsburgh's definitely not where they want to be. San Francisco's they're competitive, but they're not they're not great. You know, they're kind of at uh, they're kind of kind of at a point where um, you know Arizona's at you know they're just kind of finding some more guys you know they'll be competitive they're like a 75 win team but uh, you know they're competitive again so that's uh, not it's not a gimme in San Francisco so we'll have to see what happens there but um, yeah that's my that's what tw- first 20 uh, game prediction I think the Reds will go will be 12 uh, 12 and 8 and um, and that's acceptable because the last few seasons that, that seasons that the Reds have had, they haven't been they haven't had a good start. Um, you know, it's always been like I remember I think it was three years ago they started three and eighteen, three and eighteen they were on their way to a first um, first overall pick. Um, but I don't know, man. It's 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 a struggle. But anyway, um, so starting lineup predictions on opening day, it's not really, I think everybody really, really predicts this, but I wouldn't have um, this lineup the way it is. I think this is how David Bell will will uh, put the lineup as. So, um, so starting lineup predictions, let me turn with the page here. Um, starting line predictions. Uh, so, <clears throat> leading off, starting starting in center field because Shogo Akiyama is out. Um, obviously, it's going to be uh, Nick Senzel. Um, uh, if Nixon or if Shogo Akiyama was not out of this lineup um, and was not hurt, I believe that um, Shogo will be will be hundred uh, percent leading off. Um, where would that leave Senzel? I don't. I don't really know. I think they could bat him second, but I think David Bell is still stuck on Joey Votto batting second, and that's where he's going to be. Um, Joey Votto is going to be batting second at uh, playing first base. I think he's healthy enough and okay 
to be uh, ready for opening day, even knowing Joey Votto, he's not going to want to take a day off. So we'll have to see what happens there. Um, uh, third, batting third is going to be Nick Castellanos playing right field. I think Nick Castellanos is going to have a good year this year. I think he's going to be in the MVP conversation. I think he's going to have a, a batting average around 290 with uh, 35 home runs, uh, close to 100, if not over 100 RBIs um, because of the on-base um, uh, percentage that, that, that our players are able um, to clip at. And uh, I think Castellanos will have a good year. Um, Suarez, obviously, is going to be batting fourth in any lineup. Um, the guy who has the most power. Um, and now the, 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 the fifth option is going to probably shock some people. Um, I think I'm going to have Jesse Winker. Um, uh, David Law is going to have Jesse Winker batting fifth and Moustakis batting sixth. Of course, Winker playing left and Moustakis at third base. And forgot to forgot to mention, Suarez will be playing shortstop. Um uh on opening day which technically i don't agree with um because we have no defense this this team has zero defense whatsoever you know joey Votto has lost his touch swear they're moving suarez over shortstop you know mike restock is a little bit of uh, of upgrade at defense at third base because mike restock that's his normal position cassianos isn't as good in right field winkers and left senzel's a pretty good center fielder you know it's it's the defense isn't it's probably a bottom five defense in the league, and that's not a good thing. But um, they're kind of trading defense for offense, so um, we'll have to see what happens. But um, I think Mike Mustakas will be at, be batting sixth. Um, so <clears throat> this is a, I have a question later on. Actually, you know what? Uh, I'll I'll, uh, I'll do the question the one question real quick because it has to do with. Um, Jonathan India. So from um, Justin in Norder at Norder Blades uh, on Twitter, he asked, why is Jonathan India not been told he's made the team? And I think he has been told he's made the team. Um, and I think he will be on the team. Uh, I think they just haven't announced it yet. Maybe he decided not to go public quite yet because he wanted to tell his family first. But I believe that they've already told uh, Jonathan India that he's made the team. And I expect him to be the second baseman on opening day. Because why else would they send or they, they why else would they put uh, Suarez at shortstop? Why else would they put uh, move uh, Mustakas from second to third? And, you know, maybe maybe Mustakas is more comfortable at third and, and India is more comfortable, um, you know, uh, batting at the bottom of the lineup at number seven, like I, like I was talking about, I think India would will be batting seventh in the opening day lineup, playing second base. So I believe that the Reds have already told him he made the team. I just think that he's kind of holding off to tell the media, and so he can tell his family maybe, um, or maybe you know they might surprise us and say, hey, you know what, Jonathan India, he decided to go down to to minor leagues and develop a little more. You know, it could happen. I don't know, but. Uh, Personally, uh, Justin, I believe that uh, Jonathan India uh, has already been told he made the team uh, because you know it's two days away from flipping opening day. It, they've had to tell him something, so uh, we'll see what happens. I haven't seen anything on Twitter about it. Um, you know, I might have missed something, but um, yeah, I think uh, that Jonathan India um, already made the team. So we'll have to see what happens there. Um, anyway. Uh, moving on to the uh, 
uh, predictions uh, on the lineup. So I believe, I don't think this should happen. I believe that Barnhart sh- um, will be starting on opening day. I think that Tyler Stevenson should be starting on opening day. And uh, it won't happen because Barnhart's a veteran. Uh, again, the Reds had their favorites, Sal Romano, Michael Lorenzen, Amir Garrett. Um, Tucker Barnhart, Joey Votto, you know, they're, they're favorites, and, and rightfully so. But um, sometimes you just have to think outside the box, and that's what the Reds are known for not doing that. So, uh, but anyway, <clears throat> yeah, that's my uh, opening day starting lineup. Opening, and of course, batting ninth is Luis Castillo, which I believe they should have brought back the, uh, the uh, DH this year, but uh, unfortunately, that did not happen. So, but. Uh, yeah, I think that's all I have for you guys today. Um, I was gonna write some more things down earlier, but um, unfortunately, I didn't. I didn't get to do that. So maybe we'll have some more. Uh, actually, I plan on doing a uh, podcast again on uh, on opening day. Um, hopefully, before opening day, but it'll probably be after or during opening day. Um, but we'll have to see what happens that day. Um, unfortunately, I didn't get any tickets for opening day. I wish I would have, um, but we'll, ha- we'll have to see what happens opening day. My predictions for opening day, for the day the day on they play is going to be Luis Castillo is going to have a great outing, but they're going to lose. I think they'll lose on a, a low-scoring game. Uh, the Reds will lose 2-3. to three. <clears throat> um, I don't think their offense will uh, come out very well because it's, it's kind of looked kind of a couple players have looked shaky you know uh, Tucker Barnhart Moustakis has looked shaky uh, you know Castellanos has looked good um, so I don't know I think that the Reds are kind of um, at a place where they don't know what their offense is so but anyway all right, guys, I appreciate you guys tuning in. My name is Jordan Biddle. I am your guys' host. Again, go to Twitter, at ResNation5 on Twitter. Look me up and uh, follow me. Give me the follow button. Hit the subscribe button on whatever platform you guys are using. It would help me out a lot. And again, guys, if you guys have any questions, let me know. I will put it on the podcast. All right, guys, I will see you guys later.